Hello, and welcome to this episode of Artists in Depth. I'm Alan Powell, and together with my co-host Bill Key, we talk with guest artists and explore links between their creativity and their identity. No matter your choice of expression, Artists in Depth provides an opportunity for the listener to ask the same questions of themselves that are being asked of our guests and to reflect on their own identity through the work they've created. And without further ado, let's get on with our podcast. This episode of Artists in Depth is sponsored by Equity Showcase in Toronto, Canada, embracing all artists by developing, uniting, advocating, and empowering the arts community. Visit equityshowcase.ca to discover all their initiatives. This episode is also sponsored by ACES, strengthening the actor's well-being and increasing capacity for those deep emotional dives in character portrayals. Visit acesforactors.com and book a free, no-obligation consultation. Our guest today is Sonia Jamidi. Sonia has a distinguished decade-long career as a set designer, working on notable films such as Guillermo del Toro's Crimson Peak and Suicide Squad. In 2016, she was nominated for the Art Directors Guild Excellence in Design Award. Sonia now adds director and producer to her list of accomplishments. In 2019, she received the Kale Chernin Award for media production for her script Outside My Window. Receiving mentorship from Canadian film director Guy Madden, Sonia went on to produce and direct, for the first time, a narrative short based on that script. As a result, she's earned accolades from film festivals in North America and Europe, including the theme prize Make Your Life a Masterpiece at the 2021 A Solo Art Film Festival in Italy. If you're listening to this podcast before November 28, 2021, the film will be screening at the Amacourt Film Festival, also in Italy, between November 23rd and the 28th. Outside My Window is an expressionistic exploration of agoraphobia, a condition Sonia lives with. In our discussion, she was very open and honest with her experience directing for the first time and in her personal exploration as an artist. We dived right in. So let's listen. So this piece was was a big um, jump for me. It's about my experience um, mm. with uh, really, I get really bad anxiety. And when it gets really bad, um, I go through uh, spurts of agoraphobia. Uh, I struggle getting out, getting outside. It can be... Uh, it could be basic things like going to get milk will just completely yeah. be debilitating. Yeah. What you're seeing with the film is definitely me working through um, what happens, the process when it happens, what pulls me out of it, um, that kind of thing. So, uh-huh. yeah. How has that agoraphobia impacted your creative life before you made this film? Um. Well, I mean, it affects my everyday life. Um, but before it, uh, I don't think I was ever comfortable. I think I hit it's, it's It's been something that I've hidden for, for years. So, or, and frankly, there was a huge chunk of my life where I thought it was, I didn't think it was not normal. Um, it wasn't until later that I went after speaking with, uh, with professionals where you realize, oh yeah, that's not, uh, <laughs> This is a normal behavior, right? Um, so before it, how it affected my life? Um, well, I'm more concerned about the yeah. creative, creative expression. It's not so much your life, but your creative Right, expression. the creative expression. Um, I, I think it was, I think my creative expression, to be totally honest, has been, has been somewhat smothered for years. 
this is the first time where I feel like I've let it all out. Um, before that, it was very structured would be the word I would use, you know, even with set design, I'm uh, working as a set designer, which has been the, the bulk of my career. Your, your story is somebody else's story. It's you're fulfilling the, the needs of the director, right? Of whatever the story is for that, for that specific piece. Um, so that was kind so of, a, that was kind of a structure for you to sort of, that allowed you to stay. Back. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would definitely say it's been at arm's length for, for the majority of, uh, of my life. That's kind of the hard part yeah. with the piece too, right? Is that um, the scariest part for me wasn't, wasn't all the technical stuff. It was, was people asking me questions um, yeah. and, and whether deciding whether I wanted to admit that it was about me. With the pandemic, a lot of people say, is it, is it about COVID? Uh, um, uh which has been interesting because it mm. was when I first started creating the piece, people thought it was a horror film when I would tell them, you know, the tagline, which has been very interesting because now with COVID it's shifted that people mm. think that the piece um, was about the pandemic. There was a lot of trust that went into it because I, you know, all of my collaborators knew to a degree that it was my story. Um, and I, I was really emotional when we wrapped. Um, when I thanked everybody, because that's when I said to even the crew, you know, to the other people that weren't aware saying, thank you. This was, it felt like I had um, really pushed through something there, like something completely shifted when I, when I wrapped that I felt like I had uh, defeated something in a way. That's a really good um, point. And that's something that um, I'd like to talk more about um, how art impacts our lives, especially our own creations. You know, I'm working on a few different scripts and there is a theme <laughs> um, because I guess it's my story, right? So you can't help but have it drip into everything else. And you're doing it now with more um, candidacy, candidacy, Can what's the word? Yeah, uh, candor, I guess. Yeah. It's, candor? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, then I had before. Yeah. Um, it's still something I'm going to struggle with for sure. I think even talking, I'll, I'll say now, like talking about it now, it does make me, you know, makes me squirmy. <laughs> um, but I do, but I also think it's important to talk about it as well, especially since I've made the piece, people have started talking to me about their own anxieties and, um, and it will, it'll go into everything that I make. I'm sure to a degree, there'll be some running themes. Yeah. There's something very intimate about that. And yes, putting it out into the world. Um, and then knowing that people are going to question you on it or ask things. Yeah, or ask things or, um, and it's something throughout your, anybody who has any kind of um, sensitivity or whatever it is, that personality trait, it's not necessarily something that people, um, it, it can often be weaponized. So I think that that was the other thing was that putting this out there, you know, you realize that every person <laughs> who watches it and knows now knows this about me. Right. So there's that type of, that type of uh, fear as well that you, that you get, that you kind of have to push through. Um, have you experienced that in the past that, that um, using your mental health against you others? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think, I think there's a huge stigma, right. Um, it took me into my thirties to even, you know, talk about it. I think that it's a, I think now, you know, we're starting to see a shift 
but yeah, I still think there's a stigma there to it. Um, I think with COVID too, that's, I, I, I hope that there'll be changes made because it's definitely, you can see people are talking about it even more. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's not always, but it's not, especially as an, any type of artist, right. When you're putting yourself out there, there's a vulnerability to that because people know the deeply personal things about you that you would, I would never, you know, just sitting in a room say, Oh yeah, I have, the, <laughs> you know, I've kept it hidden for years. So, um, so yeah. It's, yeah. Well, this, I'm thinking about how, uh, in doing what you've done, you m must have, if not uh, prior than uh, during the outing, <laughs> um, create boundaries for yourself. Yes. Yeah. There's certainly, there are going to be, yes, definitely. It's something that I'm still thinking about, um, like what questions I'm willing to answer or um, wh wh how much do you give, I guess, as well. That's something that I think I'm going to have to work through. And I'm still, I still say I'm, I'm still so, I've been working in the arts, but I feel like this was, this piece really taught me what it was to be an artist. Um, and I'm still figuring those things out. So there's still a lot there to, uh, to develop and decide. Yeah, that's. What you're talking about is an exposure from a different perspective than we have been talking about previously on this podcast in that quite a lot of the time we're talking to artists about the level of exposure that naturally comes along with performing so they're revealing something from within themselves in their right, performance right. and how that you know how that performance has affected them so it's fascinating talking to you about putting a piece of yourself into a uh, um, a piece of work but not actually stepping into that frame, not actually being that person within that frame. And, and, and so the, the boundary being different and um, the, the level of exposure being different and being through choice. And, and um, as Alan said, about that now you're having to think about, okay, so how much do I say about this? And as the creator of this piece, you're getting all these questions fired at you, which are new um having kept a large part of yourself hidden for most of your life as you said earlier on there is an amazing amount of bravery uh, that goes beyond the performer i would say because you're closer to yourself now than you've ever been and it's for real it's not a character yeah it was um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I made when I made the film, I made it like it was going to be the only thing that I would ever make again, because frankly, I didn't know <laughs> if I could make something again. Um, and so I, it was this story that I knew and, um, and what I wanted to work through at the time, and which was a really worthwhile exercise and has completely changed, changed me, which is why I really appreciate the, the Kale Trinan Awards, because you know, they gave me that first spark that I don't know that I would have taken the leap had I not have gotten that, mm. um, to, to, um, to take a chance to go outside of what I was doing outside of the, of the norm and to have a group of people say, we believe in this in a, in a certain capacity. And, mm -hmm. you know, they, they completely changed my, uh, my, my life. It's, I, owe you know, it's true. I know. And I, that sounds really fluffy to say, but it's true. It uh, set me down a different path and um, I feel like a different person coming out of it. So, 
But yeah, there was a trust with with Eva too, the, the performer and with the choreographers, because I was working through all of these things and, ha- you know, and, and trying to articulate and mentally, you know, when it comes to anxiety and that kind of thing too, it's so abstract. And also trying to be, uh, trying to not worry about how I was telling the story, but just trying to make it as authentic as possible. That was the other thing too, is I thought there's people that have things that have a far more difficult life than I do, you know, and I'm telling my story, but how do I tell it? Um, mental health is tricky, right? It's just a tricky subject. And even in the beginning, I had made it more naturalistic. Um, And then I've sort of worked through making it more expressionistic um, to help tell the story. But yeah, there is a bit of a balancing act too with dance and all these different elements of how for people to understand the piece and have it it make sense. Um, because again, mental health is tricky. It's just, it's just so abstract trying to explain what's going on in your head. And <laughs> yeah. um, the, the, the devices that you did use were those things that uh, something uh, dance, uh, the imagery uh, were, were these all these things? Had you always planned to use them, or did you realize that you're going to have to rely on some other artistic? means to express i actually took dance for years um into college so it is actually the foundation my artistic foundation which i didn't really realize till i made this either that i kept i could see it in my head and the the uh i feel like what i wrote first was actually the movement of of knowing places i wanted her to move to and um and it was shot in my apartment as well (laughs) Um, and even the camera movements, everything is really, was really based off of movement. Um, so yeah, it sort of was a natural way to, to start, to sort of be my launching point was with dance. Um, and again, I didn't really realize that until I went to make this, how, how much of a foundation that is for me. It's really interesting. It's fascinating how we put our lives together in retrospect. (laughs) <laughs> yes, absolutely. Even, yeah. And I, even now, um, I find some of my d- best ideas have come from when I'm just dancing around <laughs> when I'm dancing in my apartment. So there you have it. You kind of hit on two things, two aspects of your life, um, dance and living with ongoing anxiety. And I wondered how those two things juxtaposed and whether one was, you know, um, was a healing process for the other or one was a, a block to the other? How, how did you, how did you manage a life of anxiety inside a, a life of dance and expression, physical expression? Um, I never connected that the two that I used dance in that way. No. Again, until I started speaking with somebody and, and having, you know, my therapist say, uh, giving me talking through ways of pushing through it and her saying movement, you know, go try to get out. And, and I went, Oh, <laughs> the ball dropped where I went, right. I do do that. Um, <laughs> right. And during COVID too, it was cause I like doing it completely by myself. I like, yeah. you know, I'll sometimes I'll even turn off the lights and just, it's just something that I've always done. And again, mm. I just thought of it as a piece of 
joy that I just love doing it. But I yeah. do definitely now realize that it uh, is a way that I um, probably get into a very meditative state. Right. And I'm, yeah. you know, um, yeah. So it's definitely gone hand in hand as a, <laughs> as a form of, uh, I guess it's therapy for me in a, <laughs> in a way. Great. So Could during the process of creating the film, did you, did you find that there was like a stage that you reached where there was, you reached the point of no return and therefore the momentum was in place? Or did you come, did you come to places where you thought actually, no, I, I don't want to do this anymore? Um, the first draft wasn't, I hadn't gone there. Um, and that's speaking with Guy and hearing how he was interpreting the script. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had shot, I had even done a, a bit of a camera test and Guy said, there was nothing wrong with it. He says, oh, it's really lovely. And I got really, uh, <laughs> I hated that. Um, yeah. and I didn't know why I hated it, but I hated it. <laughs> but he said it's uh, lovely. He said it's lovely. And I thought that's not what I'm trying to tell. Oh, right. I see. And, yeah. and it wasn't, he didn't say anything wrong. It was just me going, Oh, I haven't hit the mark yet. So I took mm. the script and I, I completely, um, reworked it just from some of the notes, um, from some of the things that he had said and, uh, tried to push myself as far as I, I could go in terms of, um, of what I wanted, what I was trying to say. Um, and then <laughs> once we went to go to shooting, once I started getting closer to camera, I started panicking a little bit mm -hmm. of realizing, oh my gosh, I just, what have I, <laughs> what have I done? Cause again, I thought this is, this is me, you know, I haven't, there's nothing to hide behind. I made a piece about myself. So here we go. <laughs> how did you process that? How did you, how did you work your way through that? Um, I think I still don't even fully know, to be honest. Um, I think that knowing I was making something that, uh, that was honest, Mm-hmm. But also to a degree, it wasn't until, you know, until it was out there as in my family, this, just this year, some family members saw it for the first time. That was terrifying, um, mm. to have family members watch it mm. and then getting back really lovely feedback. Um, lovely. yeah, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was scary. So I, mm. I don't, honestly, I'm not entirely sure how I got through it other mm. than the ship has sailed and here we go. So, mm. so then it was just that let's make this the best. I was more focused at that point of, mm. I have to, you know, I want to make the best piece that I can make. Mm. And if people don't like it or respond to it in a certain way, um, I, I tried my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By pushing yourself to where you pushed yourself to and in coming out, I'll, I'll say it as that, and bearing a very big part of yourself that you've hidden for so long and the way you've handled it with grace and understanding that there are boundaries and you're still exploring that, there is um, a role that emerges in that, whether you know it or not, and that is leadership. 
that you are a leader in, a, in, in, in telling your story and it connects to others very much so. Do you get that? Have you experienced that sense um, or is this something new that I'm saying? Um, I think it's something new that you're saying. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate it though. That's, those are lovely. It's, um, it could be because of the vacuum that I'm in, to be totally honest. I can't, I have yet to be able to see people watch the film in person. You know, everybody that's watching it is behind, is behind their monitor. So I'm only getting, um, the afterthought and I guess probably to a more, um, uh, when we talk about boundaries, I'm sure I'm getting I'm getting a different take. Not being able to see people in person, to be able to see their, you know, where their eyes shift and where what pulls, you know, what will make them pull back or lean forward. Um, so yeah, no, a, I haven't. <laughs> is that a yet? Is there is there a, a planned screening or an opportunity for you to watch people watch it? Uh, I'm with COVID, I mean, it just played um, at a film festival in Italy, and there was a live. Uh, there was a live audience there, um, but unfortunately I couldn't go uh -huh. and it'll be playing in France. Um, but I just, I just got word that it sounds like they may have to also switch to, uh, to an online platform. Mm. So just, right. it's just the reality right now of our new world, right. Of, mm. of, uh, of how things are being shown. Most festivals, a lot of festivals right now are online. So mm hopefully it'll be it'll be strange maybe down the road if i've have so many hopefully more projects under my belt and mm, mm, seeing mm. it in front of an audience <laughs> it'll be mm. uh very new so i'm curious to know in in going forward where part of yourself you want to work on now in your own? <laughs> um i right now i'm creating a, a short about my grandfather uh, i was awarded a research grant through the Canada Arts Council. Um, and that it's going to be another very difficult piece. Um, I lost my grandfather uh, was within a the week of lockdown. Um, he passed away and it was an incredibly difficult. I was very close with him and it was just a really difficult time because I couldn't be there. It's, just, it's an experience now, unfortunately, that is too common, right? Um, people not being able to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, and he never had, he didn't get a proper, uh, you know, service and that kind of thing. So for me, it's really going to be celebrating his life, my grandmother's life. And, um, it's going to be a little bit of a part fantasy, part documentary, but it's really going to be me trying to, to honor him and tell his story, but also frankly, working through, um, the loss for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's a, it's a, it'll be a difficult one again, but I know it'll be, it'll be a, a good process. Yeah. What means uh, of artistic expression will you be using in this one? I actually would like to incorporate, um, uh, animation. It's going to be a bit of a, a collage, but yeah, um, animation and, um, I've written in a puppet as well. So hmm. yeah. So yeah. we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. So it's still expressionistic in, in the approach, but, uh, but yeah. So, and, and is there influence, uh, uh, puppet and animation? Is there, is that in your background as well, or is this something new for you? Uh, no, I mean, it's something that I've always been interested in. Certainly. Um, 
I have animation something that I've always when I was like when I was really young I used to say that I wanted to be an animator um yeah so it's in there for sure <laughs> and it's something that I I love as a medium but um yeah. Sonia, you spoke earlier on about um, how making the film was uh, a process of revelations about yourself and how you um, perhaps exposed parts of yourself that you hadn't before through the process of making that film. And I was wondering if this experience if this interview felt like a further step on that journey. Yeah, it definitely feels like a continuation. Um, some of the some of the vulnerability that that I felt in, in creating the piece. I mean, now actually coming out of it on the other side of it and talking about it again and breaking it down. Um, it, it uh, yeah, it's it's definitely another step um, of of self realization of 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 um, especially with this this uh, topic is is very personal. So sure. Thank you, thank you for taking the time to be with us and to be so candid. Thank you and all the best. Bon chance. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. If you've been inspired or moved by what you've heard on today's podcast, I invite you to visit our website, artistsindepth.com. There you can sign up for podcast reminders, get in touch with us through email, or connect with other like-minded artists by sharing your thoughts on our blog and joining our community and finding out more about our initiatives. It's free and it's rewarding. Until next time. This episode of Artists in Depth is sponsored by Equity Showcase in Toronto, Canada. Embracing all artists by developing, uniting, advocating, and empowering the arts community. Visit equityshowcase.ca to discover all their initiatives. This episode is also sponsored by ACES. Strengthening the actor's well-being and increasing capacity for those deep emotional dives in character portrayals. Visit acesforactors.com and book a free, no-obligation consultation.